Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Late Night Vision Show. This is episode number 235. Got another great show for you today. Uh, another review. You know, this time of year, uh, we're rolling into uh, late October, early November, and a lot of times the reviews are over by this point. But the manufacturers are killing us because they are still dropping some great scopes. Yeah. And we are cramming in every single review we can. Uh, we have got a hard cutoff. And that cutoff is going to be this review and one more. And we're probably not going to be doing any more until 2023 because we've got some exciting stuff planned on the show for you. I have rambled here for a minute, uh, but in case you don't know, if this is your first time here, my name is Jason. I'm the owner of Outdoor Legacy. We specialize in all kinds of night vision and thermal optics. And I've got my co-host, the number one salesman over at Outdoor Legacy, uh, famous for his YouTube channel, uh, Mr. Hans from the Hans East Texas YouTube channel. What's going on tonight, buddy? There's a lot of people out there right now wondering, uh, Hans has a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so famous, yeah, go check it where? out. Thank you. Thank you very much. H-A-N-S-E-T-X uh, yeah. -E on YouTube. Go check it out. Thank you. Jason, I want to give you a special congratulations. This is a very special day. Um, okay. We just rolled over 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. So I have this, really? I have this on my notes because I know you don't pay attention to stuff like that. Uh, but I got a, I, I got a, a, a notification or email or something saying that we had just crossed over the 10,000 subscriber mark. So that's awesome. That's a big deal, man. Uh, very thankful for all of you out there. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for all the, the listens and streams and everything else that you do for us. Uh, all the people that call in that are buying scopes that have questions uh, and always say, hey, you know, we watch you on the show. Love the show. Thanks for the content. There's a lot of love and appreciation. And um, and we thank you very much. So uh, also with that being said, again, congratulations, Jason. Uh, it was well, you, it was 98% hey, hey, you're, you're, you're the executive <laughs> You're shoot. You're the executive producer. That's, yeah. that's the title that that we've somehow given yeah. you. So no, uh, you you get you get fifty one percent of the credit. So, but but Hans is right. Thank you to to all the listeners, all the viewers. Uh, we really appreciate you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's y'all. It's not us. We're just uh, two old you know East Texas rednecks babbling for forty five minutes a week, and and we appreciate all y'all that yeah. that have tuned in. Uh, religiously, some of you for, for yeah. years, and it means a lot to yep. us. So, so thank you very, very much. And uh, I'm going to ramble here for one more second and say what Hans is kind of talking about, that the folks that call and, and choose to do business with us, that is the biggest thank you you can give us. We really, really appreciate uh, all of our customers, uh, our customers that listen to this show and, and then choose to do business with us because we know that it's your hard-earned yeah. money. These are big purchases. You can take mm -hmm. your business anywhere you want. And so we are very thankful. We're grateful. We're honored when you choose Outdoor Legacy to be your night vision and thermal dealer. Uh, that it means a lot to us. It keeps Hans and I both yeah. our families fed, as well as the, the the Angela and Michaela, the ladies that work for us in the office. So uh, it keeps these shows coming. It means a lot to us. So thank you all of you. So there, I had to talk to a guy last week that that said uh, he he watched the show and he's like, man, I can't believe you called and like, I know y'all are a big company, but <laughs> I didn't expect it to, to talk to you. And I was like, yeah, man, me and Jason talk to everybody, everybody that calls in and is trying to buy a scope and has questions. We call, uh, switching gears a little bit, uh, this past Monday, 
uh, was Halloween. If you're watching on the day that it's released, uh, 1st of November or beginning of November, uh, last Monday was Halloween and my wife is going to kill me. But if you're watching on, uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, oh. go check it out because here is a, a group picture I've seen this. Uh, of our uh, of our crew, our Halloween crew, uh, dressed up. So the theme this year was Winnie the Pooh. So my youngest daughter, uh, Hadley, was Winnie the Pooh. Uh, my oldest daughter was not in the picture. She's way too cool. She's 14 now, and she wanted to go do something else with her friends. So she's not in the picture. But we got some friends in there with us. My wife is. Uh, the the most attractive Eeyore uh, that anybody's ever seen, <laughs> and she played the part. People people loved it. Come up and commented on her. But uh, if you want to see what uh, Halloween looks like in East Texas, uh, go check that out. That picture on our YouTube uh, on our YouTube video. If you're just listening online, um, I'm not a huge. I'm, just I'm not a huge. Disappointed that you are not in. A this, lot of people ask you like, "Hey, you dress up? Yeah, two. are you going to be in the picture? You know, somebody has to be the official for photographer for Halloween. That's me. Uh, Halloween is my <laughs> least favorite thing that we celebrate. Or I guess we don't celebrate it, but mm-hmm. do. Um, you know, the kids. I, I like it now that the kids have never really been into like scary outfits or anything. Yeah, it's right. they've always been like cute characters and stuff, but this year was was probably my favorite with uh, uh all the Winnie the Pooh stuff. So anyway, we're getting all that out of the way. I know y'all y'all asked to and y'all are checking in for the Rico G uh LRF three eighty four review. I got it right here in my hands. We're gonna run through the specs. We got some video uh of it. We're gonna be showing you what's in the box. We're gonna do a walk around. We've got all the info right here on the late night vision show about the Rico G's. We're gonna jump right into it after uh, letting you uh, sit through some of our small talk, but we are definitely appreciate it. Absolutely. All right, let's get going. Uh, as Han said, this is the iRay Rico G384. It's called the GL35R. GL35R, that's the uh, official uh, you know, model number. And we're going to run down this list. Let's talk number one thing. The most important is the price. Uh, Hans, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm looking at my notes. I have a quick panic. Thirty-seven ninety-five. Am I right? Ding, on ding, that? ding! You are correct. Okay. You win a free uh, honey baked ham. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great! I wanted to be sure. I panicked. I looked kind of like yeah. I did not write that on my notes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Thirty-seven ninety-five. That is the price. So we're going to run down these specs here real quick. Uh, resolution of the thermal sensor is a 384 by 288. It is 12 microns. It's a 50 hertz uh, refresh rate. It is using the iRay uh, Matrix 3 processing. Uh, they're using their, their normal iRay Micro 2 384 core. Uh, objective lens is 35 millimeters. It's a fast 1.0 lens. The base magnification of this unit is three power so that's the lowest magnification it goes down to three power it does have a four times digital zoom so that would take it up to to 12 power max on your digital zoom field of view is about 39 feet horizontally at 100 yards Uh, detection range iray says that detecting um, a hot object is about 1750 yards Uh, that's a very long ways don't know uh, that I have anywhere I could could prove or disprove that. <laughs> but what I can tell you is having used this in the field a good bit, looking at deer, hogs, 
uh, even saw a coyote with it the other night, and I'm not sure if I got video. I was I was fumbling around trying to get the video started. I wasn't expecting this coyote to pop his head out. I wasn't calling or anything, and he literally just mm -hmm. stuck his head out and started trotting across my, my field down there. Uh, 350 yards, I think, is going to be a, the maximum positive ID range. I think you know, 3 to 350. I, I had a, a you know good size hog at 350. I looked down there and said, this is a hog. Mm -hmm. There was no question. As soon as I looked at it, that's a hog. I ranged it with this range finder uh, that's in the unit, and it pegged out at like 348 mm -hmm. or 350. So, I mean, right there. I, I feel 350 is a max. So, 3, 350 is reasonable. Uh, moving on, it's got an OLED display screen. The display resolution is 1024 by 768. Uh, imaging modes, it's got several color palettes, white hot, black hot, red hot, color, and highlight mode. It's got seven different reticles. Two are dynamic and five are static. Uh, dynamic means that, you know, that they increase in size as you use your digital zoom. Uh, it's got four different color reticles, black, white, red, and green. You get those options. It comes with a standard Picatinny rail mount. Hans is going to show that. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, it does include picture-in-picture, picture. and as already mentioned, it has a built-in, permanently attached laser rangefinder, a very small addition onto the side of it. Again, mm -hmm. Hans will be showing you that in a minute. Uh, it includes uh, video recording, no audio, but video. Uh, it does have Wi-Fi in it, so you can use the infrared outdoor uh, streaming app to your, your phone or your tablet. It's also got a USB-C uh, outlet if you want to run an external battery pack on it. And probably my favorite part, we'll be talking about this a lot more, but it has got a, uh, a rem fully removable, rechargeable, generic battery. When I say generic, meaning this is not a proprietary iRay battery. This is a battery, it's called a 26650. I'm going to look at that, make sure I'm yeah. saying it right. Yep. Yeah, 26650. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what it looks like. Uh, Hans yeah, maybe I was showing, I was I showing it. Yeah, I had it up. It, yeah. yeah, it looks like a big C battery. It does. I yeah. mean, you know, that that's not a D, but a C battery. To me, it's about that size, and it is removable. It is rechargeable. Um, I've seen these things uh, online for anywhere between 10 bucks and 15 bucks a piece. Uh, here is the great news great news is I did a battery test on this uh, with the battery that comes with it. It's a really good battery made by Nightcore and charged it all the way up, plugged the thing in, ran it all the way down. I did use it a few times. I mean, just scanning around in the field, a little bit of range mm -hmm. and a little bit of recording, but I mean, we're talking like five minutes, so I don't think that counts. So this is just the best case scenario bench test, mm -hmm. just sitting there running. And I got eight hours on the nose. Mm. Uh, I think it was about two minutes over eight hours. So I think in the field, you know, ranging, recording, off and on, that sort of thing, I think you're going to reasonably be getting in that seven hour range, maybe a little longer. Now, cold weather, you know, the more ranging, if you start streaming Wi-Fi, so that can bring that down. But that is a very good battery life on a, uh, on a, I say cheap, mm -hmm. an affordable mm -hmm you know, rechargeable generic battery. So really, really happy. Kudos to you on that, IRA. I'm sure we'll talk about that some more. Yeah. Um, startup time is about 10 seconds, and it is instant from standby mode, which it does have. 
Uh, the size, uh, you can see the size there. It's about eight and three quarter inches long and about 3.93 inches wide and 2.42 uh, tall. So really not that small. I mean, not that small, <laughs> not that big. Uh, almost, if I round it here, nine by four by two and a half. Mm -hmm. Pretty small. You can hold it in your hand. Feels real good. Weight is 23.9 ounces. And I think one of the things that makes uh, all the iRay units very popular is it does have iRay's five-year warranty. So this is uh, the longest warranty that you can get currently in the night vision and thermal industry. Uh, nobody is offering longer than five years right now. Uh, the industry standard has been three years for, for a very long time. So five years is awesome. It does have a polymer housing. It is an IPS 6-7 rating. That means it is fully waterproof, submersible to three foot for 30 minutes. And it's got a temperature rating of down to negative four Fahrenheit. And it's rated for a 300 wind mag or a seven millimeter mag. Again, one more time to say the price, $37.95, $3,795. Hopefully I didn't leave anything off that list. And that gives you an idea of what we're looking at. Now, Hans, show them what this thing looks like. Probably already showed them yeah. what I was talking. For somebody that didn't know the price, you're pretty uh, cocky by stating it twice. Because if we didn't well, get the I'm price right, then we just said it wrong I, twice. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Right. That is the right price. I, I wanted I wanted people to think I really knew. <laughs> right, <that. laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, yeah, just what comes with the scope in the box. You got your soft shell case right here, carrying case. Uh, we, I got a chance to show you what the uh, scope looked like. We'll look at it a little bit more. Here's the battery that it comes with. Like Jason said, it is that 26650 battery. Uh, let's see on here. Uh, it said on the megahertz, yeah. Um, 4200 no, not, megahertz. Not, milliamp hours. Milliamp hours, sorry. sorry. Not hours, yeah. <laughs> so here's... Not, not, not megahertz. megahertz. I was thinking about something else. Uh, so here's your instruction <laughs> manual. I mean, let's talk about instruction manuals for two seconds. Nobody's overly um, positive about instruction manuals. <laughs> Either they're not detailed enough or it's too much information and they can't get to what they need. Uh, this is basic... Uh, instructions on how to do basic functions on your scope. So uh, there, you know, it, there are some people out there that think the instruction manuals aren't that great, but it is not specific for one dealer. I, I we get calls all the day from uh, complaints sometimes from uh, people about instruction manuals not being what they need to be, and it's of, of every of manufacturer. Every manufacturer. Saying, yeah, and and then some people say, oh, it's 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 too complicated. And yeah. I learned a long time ago. If you try to sit down and write just one function, mm. type it up, how to do something, I can write three paragraphs and, and didn't even do a good job at it. It's writing instruction manuals yeah. is an art. But the, this this scope, like all the other iRay scopes, is not difficult to operate. Uh, but again, use that as a reference to sit down and, you know, before you go out there on the range and try to sight it in to, to get more familiar with the scope. Uh, you got a uh, fancy little carrying strap for your uh for your soft shell bag you've got your charging base so that's for your battery it does come with both the cables to do that both uh, the cables to charge the scope and also to plug it into your computer so it comes with that and also screws for your mount uh and some thermal tar these are pretty cool these little thermal uh zeroing heated target stickers for uh 
trying to side it in. We use tin foil. These are some cool little uh, stickers or little heated little things that you could use. I don't know exactly what they call them, but here's the mount that we were talking about. This is the the Picatinny. So this this mount uh, will mount to any Picatinny rail. Uh, we're going to talk about the that here, here a little bit later on to see who's that's going to work for and who it's going to be a struggle for. But uh, with this mount, so walking around the scope, 35 millimeter objective lens, focusable uh, eyepiece diopter right here. You got your focusable objective lens right here. Four button ambidextrous design button layout on top. On the side, you've got your battery compartment. You got your USB uh, connection port right there for uh, hooking up to the computer and, and also for charging. You've got your laser rangefinder module permanently attached on the side here and integrated onto the scope. Now you will not see that uh, the videos do not reflect or do not show the range uh, when you're ranging. It just doesn't show up on the video. S similar to when you try to show the menu on an iRay scope, uh, the menu does not show up on videos either. Uh, but it is fully integrated and permanently attached. Jason, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first optic thermal optic uh, that has been released in the United States by IRA USA that has a permanent LRF module attached to it. I think I'm correct. That's on. true. Yep. All their other stuff has been the, the, you know, opposite of the industry, yep. which is completely removable, removable or, you know, something you can add yep. on. So this is permanent. Yep. It's there. You can't take it. I off do expect, you got yeah. <laughs> I do expect more of that to, to come down the pipe, but uh, this is the very first one. And like Jason said, very small, compact size, um, not with this mount, with another mount that we will be talking about. Um, well, here, let's just do that real yeah, quick. Yeah. You got that mount. I got this let's mount, just, yeah. Let's just do yeah. it. Hey, so I'm going to show this real quick, and then I'll let you talk about it. Um, I'm just going to show it because I got one sitting on my desk here. This is a little, bitty, tiny, small American Defense IRAY USA Rico mount. Mm -hmm. This mount is the same mount that works for the IRAY Bravo and all of the other Rico scopes, such as the uh, Rico RL42, the Rico RH35, the Rico RH50, the IRAY Alpha, all of those scopes, this little custom mount that is made by American Defense. Huge, mm -hmm. huge fans. We love American Defense, uh, and we're good friends with them. And this is, again, you can see I'm holding it up very, very small. We love this mount. This is what we recommend and use, especially for anybody that's using a fixed stock rifle. This mount is $199 extra. It does not come with the, the Rico G, but $200 will get you this mount. And it is our preference, especially for AR-style rifles or anything with a collapsible stock. And Hans, you can you can talk yeah. to him about about the the non quick detach mount you've got. So this is comes with the yeah. Oscar. This is going to be this is the factory mount that comes with it. Again, it mounts anything with a Picatinny rail, but this is going to be more ideal for bolt action rifles. Uh, it is it sits the as you can see it sits the scope uh, very far back compared to where the where it actually attaches to the Picatinny rail. So there's a I mean if you're a bolt action rifle shooter. Uh, and you are interested in this scope, this is going to be ideal. If you are an AR-style rifle user, I would strongly recommend just picking up that mount at the same time. Save yourself a headache down the road. Just get the ADM mount. But if you also want to use the scope to be able to take it on and off uh, the rifle, maybe use it as a monocular when you're not using it as a scope. Yes, it's small enough that you can do that. You're definitely, again, going to need the smaller ADM mount. But, uh, you know, 
the ADM mount is so versatile for what you can do with it. Um, but again, bolt action rifle, if that's all you shoot, it comes with the mounts you need. So that's all, uh, all there in the box, but get a chance to see it. I mean, very similar size and diameter. There's a lot of scopes in that three to $4,000 price range that we've talked about before, Jason. Okay, so I really like this unit. I think that it, it, I did not weigh it next to the others. Look at the specs. I think I said it was, what, 23.9, mm. so 24 ounces. Feels pretty lightweight. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I really, now that mount, that big long mount just got a little bit heavier. Yeah. You know, I'm holding up this little ADM mount, and it's so tiny. I mean, it, it weighs, you know, a couple ounces. Right. So with, with, with this mount on it, that we normally use it just feels really good it does feel good in the hands if you wanted to use it as a handheld um i want to talk about a couple quick things that that we get asked a lot and this is going to be true of this unit as well as you know other iray laser range finders you know or other brands people say how far can you accurately range and what they're they're a lot of times they're asking is like because if you use a normal daytime laser range finder a lot of those are pretty limited. Mm -hmm. You know, you get out there at, at two, three hundred yards and it gets tough. If you don't have something reflective or a big tree, you know, a lot of times it just can't get that bounced back. Yeah. I don't know what it is because I don't understand laser range finders. Not that I really care, <laughs> but the, whatever the technical specs are across the board, thermal laser range finders are awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they work a very long ways, mm -hmm. uh, very long ways, very easily. You know, my little, I got like a little, I don't know where it is, maybe a Bushnell or something, daytime laser range finder. Man, you gotta, I, I gotta try to range 10 times to get to give me a range <sighs> back unless I'm just looking at something 50 or right. 75 yards. And I'm sure it's not the most expensive, uh, nicest one, but but it, it, it works. These are way better mm -hmm. than that. Your only real limitation in a hunting situation is your ability to hold it steady. So I don't know how far. I mean, I don't know if it said in the specs. I didn't see it there. How far it will range. It doesn't matter. It'll range way further than you need to range. Right. Uh, I was having absolutely no problem. Like I mentioned, that, that hog out there at 350 yards. Now that's on a tripod. So what, when I say, you know, you're the limiting factor, what I mean by that is if you've got this thing just holding it up in your hands, let's say it's not on a rifle, you're going you're gonna to start shaking. Mm -hmm. You don't realize it, but you get out there and you try to put that, that dot, thread that needle mm -hmm. at, at, say, three, 350 yards, it gets tough. Um, if, if you're holding your rifle up with no tripod, that's going to be even oh, worse because yeah. you're going to be holding that weight yeah. shaking. So ideally... You're going to want to be on a tripod or, or, you know, on a rest of some sort, whether you're hunting out of a blind or uh, something. So if you've got a good rest, I don't think ranging three to four hundred yards is any problem. Mm -hmm. Maybe further than that, if you can hold it steady enough. So, again, I just like to explain to people it's really not a limitation mm. of the laser range finder. It's just your ability to hold yep. it still. Very, if that makes sense. Very, very good point. So, yeah. And, and yeah. very similar to some of the challenges that you uh, might you run into with other scopes, other manufacturers out there, just the limiting factor of you being able to keep it still. Now you being rock st steady, solid, man, I know you don't have a problem, but, uh, I'm the shakiest <laughs> gun in the West. What are you talking? <laughs> my about? arms don't shake. My knees, <laughs> my knees knock back and forth whenever I see something out there, but no, uh, uh other than that, I, I think you're correct. I, I really like the fact that, 
uh, since we're talking about kind of just our, our some general thoughts on this thing. Um, I like the fact that it does. It's their first uh, optic with an integrated uh, or and permanently attached LRF unit, and they did it in a very small and compact size. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, other than, uh, you know, you got this model, but other than something like the AGM Varmint, um, you know, which is a, a smaller compact scope. This is this is pretty much it. But this is again, this is seems uh, quite a bit. Well, it's definitely smaller than the Ricos, especially when you put the removable module mm-hmm. on there. But I mean, if this is the form factor for the future, uh, with oh rechargeable batteries, I mean, think about the this size scope with other manufacturers, those are using AA, or not AA, uh, two CR123 batteries. You know, this is using one rechargeable battery and getting great battery life. So, oh, I mean, yeah. that that is, uh, that's a trend we're seeing. You know, more and more scopes are coming out with this type of of uh, useful practicality uh, of, of these rechargeable, easy access batteries, very inexpensive batteries. And uh, it's a good trend that that we like to see. It's a it's a great. Yeah. Trend. Uh, yeah. Hey, one more yeah. thing. Talking about the LRF uh, is one thing I really like about the unit is that when you turn on the, le- the laser rangefinder, it is in basically a continuous scan mode. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah, I do too. And uh, like the other Ricos, when the laser rangefinder is turned on, you still keep your reticle. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you, you have a little laser, laser range finding box mm-hmm. that's not going to be matched up perfectly with your reticle once it's zeroed, but that box is on the screen. You put that over the animal. And again, it is continuously giving you a range and you can still, again, go to your reticle, you know, while you're, you're, you know, have the range finder pulled up. So I really like that as well. The other Ricos are that way, but I was glad to, to see it on this yeah, as well. It's it more and more people are calling up and asking about, laser rangefinder units or, or wanting to have the ability. I think we're seeing, well, we're not, I don't think we are seeing more options with laser rangefinder. I hunted with a guy last night, um, uh, not new to night hunting, but fairly new. I mean, doesn't do it as much as, as we do it, Jason. And I don't expect anybody to be, do be that crazy, but, uh, he normal conditions or normal use out there quite a bit of time, but he, we saw a coyote and he said, man, I couldn't tell if that thing was 50 yards away or 300 yards away. Uh, the weather wasn't great. It was real humid, kind of muggy, uh, and that's the challenge. And, and, and having these laser rangefinders does uh, make it a lot easier to do that. I do like the trend that we're seeing, and maybe someday, Jason, it'll be just like all scopes now pretty much come with uh, video recording. It's hard to find one that doesn't come with video recording. Maybe laser rangefinders the next, next feature that's possibly be standard on a lot of this stuff in the years to come. It could be. Uh, I do think they're becoming more more common, and I like the fact. And I know we've you've said this two or three times, but it's the size. Mm-hmm. It's it this this laser rangefinder. It, it, it's it just sits there. It, it's it's you know like you said, it's it's permanently attached, and that allows it to be uh, you know the word is form fitting. I mean, the way they've made it here, it's just part of it and it's smooth and it doesn't feel like it sticks way off. I will tell you something that I'm bad about doing and it's not just this unit. I think I did it worse on this unit because this unit is really small. Mm. 
uh, is I would get my hand up in front of the laser rangefinder because it's small. A lot of these others, the laser rangefinder is a pretty big, even like the other Ricos, the big module. I mean, you don't forget that it's there. I mean, it's sticking off the side. And with this, a lot of times I would just like real gently lay my mm -hmm. hand up there mm -hmm. and I'd try to range like, why is it not ranging? And I'd be like, that's so strange. And then I'd like, Oh, you moron. You've got your pinky in uh, front of it. Yeah. So uh, uh, again, I mean, it was just because it's small. It's, it's, I would forget that the thing is, is sitting right there. So I tell you what, let's do, let's go ahead. I, I want to talk about who it's good for and some of that and, and kind of our recommendations. But first I want to do the part that uh, is, is something I know a lot of our, our regular listeners like the most. And it's where we give basically our, our really our likes and our dislikes. What are the things that we don't like that we would change if we had the magic wand to wave over this? And I know we've each got a couple things. Mm -hmm. uh, Hans, you wrote something yeah. down, and I can't read your handwriting. Yeah, so that's true. What, 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 what would you like so to change? So the, the, the two things that I have noted, um, first of all, this is by name the Ricoh G LRF 34. So it, it is a Ricoh. If you think about the other Ricoh models on the market, you got the, the Ricoh uh, RL42, which is a 384 resolution, 4 to 16 power, uh, quite a big, a little bit, I'd say quite a bit bigger in size. Uh, you got the RH35, which is a 640 resolution. You got the uh, the RH50, which is also a 640 resolution. But this is a Ricoh G. Don't think that because it's named the Ricoh that it has the same picture quality as the Ricoh MK1 RL42. That's the 384 resolution, 4 to 16 power. Um, this mm -hmm. is uh, very comparable to the picture quality of the Bravo, uh, which is close in picture quality to the RL42, but not quite as good. So just so you know that it is not the equivalent to the Ricoh RL42. Um, there are two main differences, a little bit less picture quality, and it's a 3 to 12 power and not a 4 to 16 power like the RL40, the Ricoh RL42, which is uh, what now, you know, right around $4,000. So uh, yeah. Hans, is it safe to say, I mean, I, I, I want to, I'm going to say this on the show and ask mm -hmm. you, but don't you feel like this is a Bravo with, I mean, obviously there's changes, mm -hmm. I mean, batteries mm -hmm. and, and, but, but it's a Bravo image quality with a laser range. Finder. It's, I mean, it's a Bravo, that, Bravo? In the, and I don't want people out there to think that's a negative because it's not at all. Here's the, the that's Bravo, the Bravo has great picture image. The, the best thing about this, though, this has rechargeable batteries. The Bravo doesn't have rechargeable batteries. And this has a laser rangefinder. The Bravo doesn't have a laser rangefinder. Mm -hmm. So, yes, same quality picture image, which is great, with two very, very important and valuable features with the laser rangefinder and rechargeable batteries. So, yeah, I would agree well, with you. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and, and guys, if you don't know, we're talking about the iRay Bravo, and it's also called the Rico Bravo yeah. as well. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but the iRay Bravo, that is again very similar scope to this. It's thirty four mm -hmm. ninety five, thirty five hundred dollars. Right. Let's just say thirty five hundred dollars. Uh, great scope, very popular. If you don't need a laser range finder, it's probably still the scope for you. Uh, but what's great about this is this is $300 yeah, more yeah. and you're getting the laser range finder. If you want to add this American defense mount, we're talking about 200 more dollars. So $500 you're getting the, the, the same, you know, mm -hmm. American defense, quick detach mount, the laser range finder and the battery pack. 
there's probably going to be some guys that upgrade and buy this just for the battery, to be honest with you, uh, that that really, really like these rechargeable batteries. So anyway, I, I took over what you were saying. Yeah, I agree. A, it's a Bravo. It's not an RL42 for whatever that's worth. My All last, right. What was yeah, your, the, that was my, that was on my okay, list. So what, my, what the on only other list? negative I had was the mount. So this mount is very limiting, meaning you, you, I mean, if you have a bolt action rifle, then this is great. If all you're ever going to shoot with is a bolt, a bolt action rifle, this is going to be perfect for you. If you at all ever want to shoot it on an AR style rifle, you, I hate to tell people they have to do something, but you're going to have to get the ADM mount. Uh, just save yourself some pain and time and anguish. Go ahead and pick up the ADM mount, this mount on why, it. Why is that? Explain why that Well, is. I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but as you can see where this, where it clips onto the Picatinny rail, you got your throw levers here, you got, uh, you know, where it clips in or, or hangs into the the uh, the slots on the Picatinny rail. That scope uh, sits, well, th that part where it clips on sits so far forward to get proper eye relief. This thing, you know, scope can't be too far back. Well, on an AR, you know, you are basically, you go from mounting it onto the upper receiver onto the, the handguard. And you don't want to do that. You, you should never do that. Mount, you have your mount go from your, be attached to your handguard and your upper receiver at the same time. Um, so if you just want this to be mounted only on the upper receiver, the scope's so far back that it, it's you know, you can't get proper, it's up in your face. It's just not comfortable. Now you can, I mean, you could probably flip the mount around. That doesn't help you because then the scope's too far forward mm -hmm. on an AR style rifle. Mm -hmm. it, it, but again, bolt action rifle, that's, you know, where you need that scope to sit back a good long way. So that'll, that'll be helpful for you. So, um, again, if you plan on using AR style rifle, Go ahead and buy the ADM mount at the same time. That's you're you're going to need it. it. It's just plain and simple. Okay, let's talk about some positives here. Um, I, I think this is just going to be. I'm going to go over these real quick because we've already talked about a lot of them in depth, and I think it's just really putting them in a list form. These are some things I wrote down, and it is um, the battery. Mm -hmm. I mean, th th that's our number one thing. Guys, we've been pushing this. We've been telling the manufacturers some like it, some don't. But the removable, rechargeable, generic mm -hmm. batteries are something that we all love. Uh, we love them as dealers. Uh, you love them as consumers. We love them as hunters. Mm -hmm. uh, just the fact that it's something I can affordably buy for 10 15 $20, whatever it is, depending on which battery and which scope at this one. Again, anywhere from, from 10 to 20 bucks. Uh, long battery life. And, and you know what? Even if it wasn't for that price, you can buy a bunch of them. But we just, we really, really like that. So mm -hmm. I think that's that's really nice. And I know I had a guy say, well, uh, you know, that's it's a weird battery. And I wish it was something I could go pick up at Walmart. I'm like, yeah, but it's a rechargeable battery. Mm -hmm. You may have to order it. But it's cheap as there. Order four or five of them and forget about yeah. it. I mean, it's it's not something because they're rechargeable. You're not going to be buying these, you know, once a month. You, you may buy these every three to four or five years. Yeah. So buy them once and, and forget about it. Get a few extras. Keep them charged up. Keep them in your hunting bag. And, and man, uh, with the battery life, like I said, we got eight hours on a bench test. Uh anywhere in that you know six seven eight hours a long time so really really like that um, as we mentioned the size the weight 
Um, it, it, it just it fits good on a rifle. It, it, it feels good. Um, again, if you were going to take it off and hold it in your hand, maybe throw it in your hunting bag or something uh, for, for riding around on the side-by-side, -side, it's a good size for that. Menu system, ease of use. This is not a difficult scope to understand. If you've ever used any other kind of thermal, it's going to be super easy. Uh, even if you hadn't, you're going to figure it out. So really like that. I like the four-button layout. Uh, that's different from the Bravo. Mm. So what this does is the fourth button is your power button. And what I like about that is now that one button is dedicated to powering off and on the scope. It frees up the other three buttons uh, for all of your normal menu functions. And I, I like that. So I think that is, is helpful, makes it a little bit easier to use. And uh, as mentioned, I like the fact that the range finding box stays on the screen or, or sorry the reticle stays on the screen when you're using the range finder oh, yeah. uh, that little box and the, the reticle are there at the same time that is that's my list of pros there's a lot more pros yeah. very very few cons really good scope hans why don't you tell us who do you think needs to be looking at this is this Long-range coyote hunters? Is it close-range close range hog hunters? Is it, what is it? Who, who, who would you say is your ideal target for this? Exactly scope? right in the middle of both of those options. <laughs> okay. Who I would that? say that, and I hate to break it down in between hog hunters and coyote hunters, because now these days we're, we're pretty much, a lot of us are one and the same, unless you're up north or east or west coast where there might not be some, a lot of pigs. But uh, I would say what I typically tell people with a three power optic, um, if if most of your shots, 99% of your shots are going to be under 150 yards, but 99% of your shots uh, or 80% of your shots are going to be, I don't know, over 60, 70 yards, then a three power optic is going to be great for you. If you are the best coyote hunter, uh, coyote hunter in the world and every uh, dog is jumping in your lap, you know, and you're shooting them at 20 yards. Uh, if you're hunting in tight brush cover all the time, you probably don't need a three power optic. Um, if you're what I like to say, the intermediate range, uh, 60, 70 yards to 150 yards. Now, if the majority of your shots, 99% of your shots are more or over 150 yards, uh, you might want to go to a three and a half power. You might want to go to a four power like the RL 42, which is a great option for, for that, you know, average close to 200 yard um, shooting distance, which some people are, but this, this intermediate range, 70 to 150 yards on average, uh, I think it's perfect. I think three power is perfect for I'm that. Gonna, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to interrupt you for a second because I'm, I'm listening to this and I'm trying to listen to it as, as somebody who maybe hasn't, you know, doesn't have a lot of experience. Hans is not saying you can't shoot two or 250 yards with this scope. Right. He's not saying that under the right conditions, you might not can shoot further than that. He's saying these are the ideal sweet spot conditions mm -hmm. for the scope. Shooting 200 yards with this uh, or even 250 for the right shooter is not a problem. Right. The scope is fully capable of that. Right. But but what, he, what he's saying is if you're always, if he's like, hey, my minimum shot's 150. Mm -hmm. I'm shooting two, 250 on mm -hmm. average. He's right you're probably going to want some more magnification because you're not going to be shooting most people to 250 at three power. You're going to need more magnification that. So, you know, you're going to be wanting more. He's right. That point, if your average shot is 150, 200 plus, I think you need to get a three and a half or four power. So anyway, I just wanted to be clear 
that the scope is capable of that two two fifty and 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 you know even further uh, in, in some conditions for for certain shooters. I'm just making the yeah, point that that he yeah, absolutely he's, he's right. And it's this is its sweet exactly. And the goal when you buy an optic, it should be uh, to not have to bump up the magnification all that often. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to be able That's to right. use and have benefit of using your full resolution. So as you know, with digital optics, every time you double your magnification, you cut your resolution, your picture quality in half, you're basically taking away half of the pixels on the screen. So, uh, you, you know, buying an optic that you rarely have to do that to take a good shot is is the most important thing, I think, or one of the most important things that you can do. But um, so, you, you know, going back to the initial question, Jason, that's who I think it's for, whether you're a hog or coyote hunter or squirrel hunter or, I don't know, badger hunter, whatever you're hunting, if you're within those ranges, uh, on average, your average shot, um, I think it's going to be a perfect perfect optic. A lot of people, we can have the discussion and we have before, do I need a laser range finder? If you are at the point where you're about to buy something and that's the question, that's the final thing that's kind of hanging you up, call me, call Jason. We've got a lot of experience with laser range finder units. We can tell you, or we can help guide you in a direction as far as if that's going to be something that you need or something that you might like, but might not need that much. Anyway, we can we can sort it all out. That's the easy part. That's right. So, guys, uh, this is a great scope. Again, five year. I didn't mention that in the pros. Again, the five year mm. IRA USA warranty. It's a big deal. Uh, image quality. Again, very very good. The three power. As Han said, I'm going to concur with all that. Uh, I think if if you're really if you're shooting a lot of 20, 30, 40 yards. I don't, I don't think you need three power. Mm. I think you need to be looking at a two power. Mm. Once you start getting over that 50, 60 yard range or at that point, I think the three power starts looking a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he said, definitely out into that 150. Again, the scope's capable of, of, of two, 250 plus uh, if need be. So, again, I don't think that has to be ruled down to only hog hunters or only coyote hunters. we got a lot of hog hunters buying three power scopes. A lot. Uh, we've also got a lot. I mean, a lot. Yeah. I've also got a lot of guys say, hey, you know what? I may only be shooting 30, 40 yards. I'm getting older. My eyesight's not great. I need a little more magnification. Uh, I feel like that's me. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I'm I'm getting up. This morning I woke up and it took 30 minutes. Is this what happens? And if you comment to the video or something, if this is you, it took me 30 minutes for my eyes just to work right. Is that happening to you now, Jason? You get older? It's it's, like they're blurry for like 30 minutes before I'm I'm fully awake. so, so I guess that it, since we're talking about how our eyes are getting, I'll just tell you something real funny. At church today, after church, uh, I was sitting there talking to one of the deacons, and he was taking the, all the, the offering plates and putting all the money to, together for the deposit. And I looked over there, and I saw a penny in the offering plate that, that looked old. It was just tarnished. I said, that looks like an old penny. And I picked it up, and I was looking at it, trying to see the date. I couldn't see the date. And I said, hey, what's the date on this penny? It looks old. He held it out, and he did what I call the trombone. He went from way out, <laughs> yeah, way close. Yeah. I finally had to get my phone out oh. <laughs> and zo- to open the camera and zoom in to go, that's a 1959 penny. Yeah. I knew it was. It looked old, but we were laughing about it. We had the, the, the biggest time up there. Now I know. Like two old yeah, men trying to, to read And now I know why I see people you know, in the restaurants with their the flashlight on their cell phones looking at the menu. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I used to think like, man, yeah, look at that. They got a flat. They can't see that. And now I'm like, 
my wife's like having to put her reader glasses on. I'm having to hold up a flat. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're, get, we're getting old. Yep. We're getting old. Yep. F- folks, listen, this is, uh, again, the iRay Rico G384 uh, or, uh, again, that model, I want to say it right. It's the gl 35 are that's it if you're looking for this scope and you say this is the one i want i know it then you need to go to outdoorlegacygear.com and you can just search right on over there Mm -hmm. click it and buy it they are in stock as of the recording of this video in late october early november and we hope to, to continue to keep them in stock. If you're not sure, you listen, you go, man, it sounds great, but I don't know how it compares to everything else out there. Mm. Uh, y'all have mentioned a lot of other scopes. Maybe the, one of those are what I need. If you're not sure, Hans has already told you, give us a call, 877-350-1818. We would love to help you sort and condense the list down, figure out which scope. Uh, will suit you best for your conditions. Uh, we really need to talk to you. I know a lot of guys want to send a Facebook message or an Instagram message or email and say, hey, uh, you know, here's what I'm doing. Tell me what scope I need. And I don't care how much information you type. It's never mm-hmm. as good as just a, a quick five, 10 minute right. phone call. We can get so much because there could be one little thing. Mm-hmm. We could ask a question. Mm-hmm. You could say something and go, whoa, that changes everything, what I'm going to recommend. So we highly recommend just giving us a call and we will be glad to help. We would love your business. Uh, Again, it it means so much to us when when y'all put your trust and faith in us to be your dealer. And we want to do that. And we want to be there for you after the sale if you need Mm -hmm. help or have questions Mm -hmm. or or whatever you need. So we're there for you. Listen, uh, he does not have it up yet. But I know he will eventually. So you may be watching this on down the road. Hans is going to put out some kind of a review of the Rico G. Uh, he does it on a, you know almost all the optics we, we review. It takes him a while because we review a lot of scopes. But be sure to check out his YouTube mm-hmm. channel uh, for tons of reviews and videos of him hunting with these optics. And uh, I had a guy the other day who said, Jason, you must not hunt anymore. I don't ever see any of your videos. And I said, I don't have time to post them. I, I record the videos. I get it. And I send the footage to Hans and say, just use it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't have time to post that it. That is so true. All my stuff is, is combined over with, with his as well. So that's H-A-N-S-E-T-X, Hans, East Texas, at YouTube. You can find him at Instagram, find all of his pictures and short video clips and stuff over there as well. Uh, you know, if you're you're there, you can find Outdoor Legacy. Just search for Outdoor Legacy, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and YouTube as well. And you're already here at the Late Night Vision Show. Uh, we appreciate all 10,000 of you who have uh, subscribed. Uh, we know there's many, many more of you who haven't subscribed. We appreciate you all watching as well. And, and all the people who sometimes seem to get forgotten on yeah. all the, the podcast uh, because uh, the, the the podcast apps because you don't you're not in that that YouTube 10,000 number. And we know there are tons of y'all as well. Mm. And we really appreciate y'all. It's probably more like 1.5 thousand subscribers and 8,500 Russian bots, but thank y'all. We'll take it. (laughs) We'll take whatever you can get. Uh, Do not, do not miss an episode between now and the end of the year. And 
not just the end of the year, through January. I mean, you need to put your reminders on. Whatever you got to do, put yourself a sticky note on your computer, on your dashboard to remind you to check out the Late Night Vision Show, the latest and greatest in night vision and thermal optics talk, hog hunting, predator hunting, but we've got – so much content coming out with the our favorite scopes of the year. Uh, we've got inter, uh, manufacturer discussions, uh, shot show prep, the actual shot show. So stay tuned. It's going to be a whirlwind. And I'm already putting in for my vacation, Jason. It's going to be uh, sometime right after shot show. I'm be gone. I'm taking off two months. <laughs> Just taking it off. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and put that request oh in right now. It's, but it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a sad late night. Yeah, y'all take care, folks. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Stay uh, stay safe in the fields. Come back to us next week, episode two thirty six. But keep making them bacon pancakes. <laughs>